BYU Sports Nation, it has begun. Media Day 2016 for BYU football. If one hour of BYUSN is good, two are better. Guests include head coach Kalani Satake, quarterbacks Taysom Hill and Tanner Mangum, ESPN's Trevor Manich, and Super Bowl champion Dennis Pitta. Let's see, a new staff, new season, a new schedule, all part of the most compelling BYU offseason ever. We will discuss. Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store, simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. We are live in Radio Vision, BYU Sports Nation on Media Day, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere, Thursday, June 30th. It's here. I'm Spencer Linton, teamed up with Cosmo's breakdancing coach, Jerem Jordan. He is legit. Like, I see a lot of the mascots, right, in Las Vegas at the West Coast Conference Tournament. They all stink compared to Cosmo. Like, Cosmo <laughs> is unbelievable. It's not close. And he is so good. By the way, I know it's June 30th, but this is the first media day of any college football team. Let's go. I am pumped up because it is June 30th, and we are a certain amount of days away that we will get to coming up. But it's BYU Football Media Day, loaded show. We are a two-hour edition. We're very excited. This is a glorious day. Glad to have all of you with us wherever and however you're dialed in. Here are today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. As you just heard, during the state of the program on BYU TV, BYU Athletic Director Tom Homo announcing times and broadcast schedules for the first five games and Southern Utah. The game times are all Eastern time, and we will begin with Arizona on September 3rd at 10.30 p.m., on FS1. Utah, a week later on September 10th, on Fox at 7.30. Sweet. The first home game versus UCLA will be a 10-15 kick on either ESPN or ESPN2. BYU against Toledo on September 30th, 10.15 uh, p.m. on ESPN2. Mississippi State comes down October 14th, 10 p.m. Uh, as well. And then Southern Utah on November 12th, the biggest game of the season. Live on BYU TV, 3 Eastern. And this just in, Jerem. Someone's like, what? Chuck Carlton of the Dallas Morning News announcing the Big 12 will discuss expansion further in July. Wake me up when it actually happens. <laughs> the Denver Post reports Jimmer Fredette will play for the Denver Nuggets Summer League team. The Nuggets' first game is July 8th in Las Vegas at 8.30 Eastern on ESPN. We do have some official conference expansion news. There, there is conference expansion. From the Mountain Pacific Sports Federation. <laughs> They announced Grand Canyon and Concordia Irvine will join the conference in 2018, so BYU Volleyball will have a different dynamic there. Yeah, the Big West is going to split from the MPSF, so it'll be an A-team league. Grand Canyon's great, so they're in Phoenix, so all those uh, same fans that are going to go to the BYU-Arizona game September 3rd, they can now see BYU men's volleyball starting in 2018 in Phoenix. That'll be great. The voice of BYU men's volleyball, Jerem Jordan, speculated this would happen. And now it has Listen, come to watch fruition. watch the show, you learn stuff. We've been telling you for two and a half years. Our Twitter question today, what makes you most excited for the 2016 BYU football season? First tweet in from at L underscore Moss underscore Micah. Having a coach who I think literally bleeds blue. The way Kalani <laughs> talks about BYU makes me so excited. Use the hashtag BYUSN. And speaking of the blue-blooded coach... Kalani Satake in Studio B. Coach, nice to have you with us on um, the Media Day special. Thanks for having me on. You guys had a bunch of my staff members on, so that's great that I get to join the join the crew sometime. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I'm digging the polo, by the way. For those on listening on radio, it's, it's a, a stronger gray, like a darker gray with royal blue. You love using some royal blue. You try and use that I whenever do. you can, right? Yeah. I, I don't know what I like about it. It's just, it's just I grew up wearing the royal blue, so... Uh, you know, it's a childhood thing. 
It yeah, pops. It, it, it does, and it's. I don't know if it's slimming, but I think it is. So <laughs> like black, yeah, like black slimming is. It's the new black. <laughs> <laughs> I saw somebody tweet about your haircut, Coach, and said they need to go to your barber. Is this special for Media Day? Yeah, well, it's it's, it's my barber. I mean, you, if you've seen James the Mormon uh, video, then he's he's on there too. So you know, the Lee, barber is. Yeah, Villanino. Oh. V- v- he's a childhood friend of mine, and um, um, you know, we're really close. So yeah, he takes care of my hair. So. I don't know. I'll take anything that will make me look better and, and <laughs> take the take the uh, the focus off of this and up here and to the clothing. So thank you for making that happen. There we go. Now everyone's just looking at the royal blue sleeves, <laughs> the collar, and They're the just hair. Looking at you. <laughs> yeah. Every, I don't know if you know, knew this, but you're the head coach. Everyone's going to be looking at you all year, regardless of haircut or clothing. Um, th- today's media day. Your first media day as head coach. First media day in college football. What do you hope the message is at the end of the day about today? Well, I just want to highlight the. Um, the players first and and i know uh you know a lot of the uh, coaches because they're brand new and um uh, people want to see how how the program's going right now and i just want to highlight the people that are involved in the program and and first of all just the the players that are so important to us Uh, and and, uh just they've been great they've worked extremely hard on the off season Uh, we have a month left to go before camp and uh, looking forward to those guys taking advantage of all the time they have in the off season um you know, program to get ready, and it's just been a lot of fun. But uh, I want I want everyone to know that we appreciate our players and are really looking forward to some of the great things they're going to do this fall. Behind closed doors, what is the atmosphere of this coaching staff like now six months in? I know you like to have fun and you like to make fun of each other. Mm-hmm. Is that more the same in meetings? Well, we're a big family, and 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 um, but you know we have strong opinions, and and uh, I think everyone feels comfortable being able to voice their opinion. And however they feel, whether it's it's an agreement or, uh, you know, against what 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 we're talking about. I mean, everyone has their side, but it's important for everybody to not just be yes men, and just nod their head every time something's mentioned, rather than to have everyone, you know, put their 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 uh, their thoughts through and and then we talk about it and discuss. Because the one thing about it is the communication will allow you to get the best result. And uh, I don't have all the answers as the head coach, but I think as a group. Uh, and as a, as a unit, as a coaching staff and support staff, we can come to the right conclusion, which is how to take better player of our players and uh, take better care of our players and how to take better care of our program and, and to make sure we represent the church and the school the right way. What's the next month like for you and the team? Well, for the team, it's continue to uh, work on the off-season conditioning. I think um, you know our, our strength coach, Coach Tafisi, has done a great job with him and his staff at getting these guys. You'll see they're a lot bigger and a lot stronger and um you know we're we're going to hope to transition that all the work that they've done in the, in the weight room and in the in running to be able to transition into football and so a lot of the stuff is still voluntary right now terribly workouts you know those guys have to yeah, do it on volunteer the the, yeah, manda- <laughs> the mandatory voluntary workouts that fred guys, Warner said you're trying to get me in trouble it's not going to work <laughs> it's all volunteer <laughs> terribly it's, it's all work they don't have to do it if they don't want to but they love doing it they've told me this every one, I every see one them, of them yeah but they told me that they did it yeah, yeah something like that you said uh, expect the guys to be bigger and stronger who have you seen that you're like oh that guy's bigger and stronger well jamal jamal's gotten bigger and stronger and um but that that was already i think he's just you know he, everyone forgets that he's still really young and so I think that's a lot of it has to do with just getting older. He's becoming more mature. And, um, you know, everyone's body d- responds differently. And um, 
I think having a, a, a strength coach that understands how their body works and how to put the right weight on them, it's important. And, um, and I think we, if you look at the whole group as a whole, uh, you, you see that they're improved a lot more in their strength numbers. And then also and when you get stronger, it adds muscle, a lot of muscle mass. Speaking of Jamal Williams, he will join us next, and you will see that mass of humanity in Studio B. He has definitely <laughs> bulked up. Right now with the head coach, Kalani Satake, on BYU Sports Nation, over the past six months, has there been a part of your job that has surprised you about how taxing or maybe how difficult it was that you weren't anticipating when you took the job? Well, I, I said it before, there's not a lot of surprises because I, I know the place and I know the school. I mean... Um, you know, the creamery still has good food. And, and <laughs> still, I mean, there's not a lot of that. And, that. and when it comes to being familiar with the school and the program, no, there's not a lot of surprises. But I compare it to, like, going on a mission where you, you know you're going to get turned down and someone's going to slam the door in your face. And um, until it happens, you never really – you don't understand it. And so uh, you kind of know what, what it's like going to be like being a head coach. And as you go through things, you start to go, okay, yeah, that's, that's exactly what I thought. But – it's it's tiring, but that's just what work is. I mean, if if it weren't football or coaching, um, there's a lot of people that work hard. And so for me to sit here, it's like, oh, it's a lot of hard work. I get paid to do something that I love, you know, and um, and I just I'm enjoying every every second of it. And and that's I, I appreciate it. At Mahanrai Lucas, watching BYUSN all the way in Jakarta at 11 p.m. That's how we roll. Shout out to India, Jakarta. <laughs> <laughs> the the reach of BYU is wild, and you've seen this on the road with FanFest, and you primarily went to where you know it's strong, but well, and you went to some firesides this mm-hmm. summer as well. What's it been like to kind of, you knew this, but confirm that, wow, the brand is still really big? Yeah, it's it's exciting because we went to places that and did firesides where we're actually going to play and to see the support that we're going to get when we get there. You know, but So went to Washington, D.C., and I didn't expect it to be, uh, that many people and a huge overflow that they had to take it to another chapel and and stream wow. it over there. I mean that's uh, and to have our players there seeing that support and being able to come and tell their player uh, their teammates that hey when we get to DC we're gonna have a lot of fans there. When we get to Arizona there's gonna be a lot of fans and so that was everywhere we went and um, for me it was comforting knowing that we're gonna have fans and you're gonna see uh, blue in the stands and I'm excited for that. How many pictures do you think you've taken this summer? A lot. I don't know how many good <laughs> ones I've taken. But, yeah, I, I mean, and I've had people critique me on how to smile and how to – listen, I, I can't this – this isn't rehearsed. And so, you know, if you want to make me smile, then you got to say something funny. But if I'm going to smile a, a hundred times in a row, you know, you can't expect to see teeth all the time. Yeah, exactly. No teeth. No teeth smile. Travis Tuiloma was injured in the Las Vegas Bowl. What was the injury, and when will he return? Well, he hurt his foot, and um, we're, we're – we're, Kind of, it's a day-to-day process. He's getting a lot better. Um, I've I've had players in the past with the same injury, and it's something that you it's it's actually a, a it's an individual type of deal where you can't say okay everyone that has been through this injury has recovered at this time. So we'll have to wait and and see how, what he's comfortable with, and then also um, you know when when we're ready to put him on the field. Um, I, I imagine he'll be ready for game one, but at the same time, uh, I, I don't want to jeopardize his. Uh, overall health just for a game you know so we'll work with him and and, and um, be really careful in how we approach this with the medical staff and I think uh, we'll get him on the field that's the most important part by the way I said shout out to India it's Indonesia 
where Jakarta is. So. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to correct you. Yeah. You were going to correct me? No, I wasn't. I, didn't. <laughs> I was going to, but I didn't know. Yeah. Trying, you called me out on it. You should have just taken it. <laughs> it's, all, it's all good. Every coach kind of has their pillars and their goals that they set up for the program. Bronco Mandanel kind of made his very visual for mm-hmm. the fan base and for the team. Have you done that with your staff, or is that something that is just kind of going to kind of evolve as you start to play actual games? Meaning like a – like he would say, we want to score 24 points a game. Mm-hmm. We want to rank uh, in the top 25, win a bowl game. Win a bowl game, beat Utah. Bowl mm-hmm. game. Well, I, I really believe, I mean, and, and first of all, I, I'm very thankful to what Coach Mendenhall did for the program and Coach Croton before him and Coach Edwards. And so they're all BYU. So I'm, I'm all about BYU, and, I, and I, I, I'm not trying to tear down anything that's already been established. I think it'd be crazy to. So the foundation's set. Everything that's set is that that we want to work with. We're going to do it, and we're going to just, um, you know, it's just me running the, running the show, being myself, and 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 our, leaning on our, our coaching staff. But um, I, I I'm, I'm not very good at memorizing a lot of stuff and a lot of goals. And so once it gets past three, you lost me. <laughs> and so I'm going to keep it simple. And we want to win every game. We want to win games, and and. Um, we, as we establish our identity on offense, defense, and special teams and, and establish our identity as a team, I think uh, when we use, utilize our strengths and we get on the field, uh, you know, we'll see that gel together and come together. And then it's hard to make a statement ahead of time. But we know what we want to do, and that's, that's involving winning games. And so we want to beat Arizona. That's what we're focused on right now. We want to have our team ready for that game. And then we'll, we'll go. It's a week-to-week type deal. Expecting a huge turnout in Glendale for that game. Yes, yes, we are. We've heard lately that there have been more BYU tickets sold than Arizona right now, so hopefully that trend will continue. That's beautiful. That means that we have a lot of fans already that bought their tickets, and at the Fan Fest that we had there in the Fireside, uh, we did two Firesides there. There was a, a huge amount of support, and so we're excited to, to be there. And also, you know, Arizona State fans can jo- join and cheer for us too. That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm promoting. I'm actually promoting friendly rivalry, and then I'm, yeah. I'm recommending that Arizona State fans. BYU so wants that the was a joke to show up. Yeah. Well, that was a joke. Nobody go out there and like, you know, take it out of context. Lonnie Satake says Arizona stinks. No, come on. I have a lot of friends from a lot of the schools in Pac-12. We want to win. We talked about winning. I'm just. Yeah. I'm joking. I'm having fun. Yeah. It's June. Yeah. Great to have you Nobody's going to remember this in September. <laughs> Coming up, both BYU quarterbacks, Tanner Mangum and Taysom Hill, will join us in hour two. But next, it's all about the swag daddy. Senior running back Jamal Williams <laughs> is on his way to Studio B. Here he comes. Look at that. Don't hurt yourself. <laughs> BYU Sports Station presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Simulcast on Media Day, on BYU Radio and BYU TV. The conversation happening right now on Twitter. Follow at BYU Sports Nation. Use the hashtag BYUSN. A loaded schedule today. Two-hour edition of this show, so stay with us. Uh, 12 to all the way to 2 Eastern Time. BYU Football 1996 Revisited at 4 Eastern Time. Uh, a rebroadcast of 96 Revisited as well at 9 Eastern. And to wrap up the day at 10 Eastern, our BYU Sports Nation 1996 special, a follow-up to that show, more interviews, and, of course, the web chats. Lauren Frankham at 2 and 5 Eastern on BYUtv.org. We want to mention coming up Taysom Hill and Tanner Mangum in the second hour of BYU Sports Nation, not to mention Dennis Pitta as well. Dennis requested 
to be he on this show. He wanted to be show. involved in, in uh, BYU Sports Nation. He so wants Jerem's job. <laughs> Aspire higher. Come on. You want a Super Bowl. What makes you most excited for the 2016 BYU football season? That is our Twitter question today. At Fabulous Fuss says the fact that Taysom and Jamal are back, the really tough schedule, and the new coaching staff. Hashtag, it's lit. And Studio B is about to get lit up right now as well with the swag daddy, Jamal Williams. Jamal, welcome back, man. Let's crack it. You're laughing because I said it's lit, huh? Literally. That's so funny. <laughs> I'm just reading what's in front of me on the, twi- on the tweet. I, I don't judge. I love it. Go ahead. That snicker was some judgment. Be you. you. Someone said um, you're the anti-jerm because you have no buttons done up. Me? Yeah. Yeah, probably. Stay that way, Jamal. Show it. Yeah, you you do you, as you just said, right? Oh, yeah, I do me for sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, the fans obviously are excited to have you back in the mix playing BYU football again in 2016. It's been an interesting path to get here, but now mm. here we are. New coaching staff, you're back, perhaps a year longer than you were anticipating. How are you feeling right now? What are your emotions like going into now this, your senior season? Well, honestly, I'm I'm grateful, honestly. I'm doing it for... My teammates, I'm doing it for the team, and I'm doing it for myself and my family. Uh, that's mostly why I came back, you know. Been working hard, been lifting, running, everything I can to get better for them. So this season is a product for them and for my family and for me because I, I do want the record, but I do want us to have a great season too. Kalani Satakis uh, highlighted you when I asked who is bigger and stronger. Um how much bigger and stronger are we talking about? Have you gained weight, or or do you f- you feel bigger? Yeah, I do feel bigger. I've been doing a lot. I've been eating, and I <laughs> honestly I don't like to eat a lot. Like I don't do the three square meals, but I have, I've been doing it a lot, and I just be stuffing it down now. That's what I got to do to eat. So because I could go honestly, I could go hours. I could play video games all day without eating. And you wouldn't even know. I wouldn't even know. I'd start at like 8 o'clock in the morning, <laughs> end at like 6 in the afternoon. You eating. <laughs> I'd be like, dang, I haven't eaten all day. What's you know? your go-to video game? Mine? Yeah. I like 2K. All I play is my career. I'm waiting for 2K17. I like, But I always start over. Like I always get tired of playing the same person in the same position. Yeah. So uh, one year I was like a small forward. You're talking NBA, right? Yeah. Who's yeah your, 2K. Who, what's your team? Mine? Yeah. I like the Clippers and the Kings. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You said you're eating a lot. What do you? What are your go-to meals? Oh, mine. Yeah. Mm. I do like rice, chicken, and broccoli now. The healthy stuff. Yeah. Okay. Been drinking water. Mm-hmm. No more <laughs> soda like that. No more. <laughs> yeah. I've been trying to grow up, eat like y'all now. <laughs> <laughs> I need like, to eat more like rice, the old guys. Chicken and mm-hmm. broccoli. Yeah. Just drink water and a whole bunch of vegetables now. What did, what did you call Spencer? Uh, uh, oh no, it was us oh, last year. It was us. Two middle aged middle aged vanilla men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's pretty you, accurate. I'm surprised you remembered. I would never forget that. How can that, we Jamal. forget that? I remembered the vanilla part. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot the middle aged. We are not middle aged. Did hey, I really say that? My bad. Did you hey, really good, say man. that? No, My that was bad, funny. Jay. It was funny. Are you you're you're a fifth year senior, but. Are you 20 right now and you'll be 21? No, I'm 21 I'm, now. You're 21. That's you're cold. all grown up. That's you're cold. finally <laughs> adult. I'm Come 21. Your mom, mom just flinched at me. You're you 21? Yes. You're, so, you're still so young for a fifth-year senior, but this is your fifth year. I'm old. I've been here too long. You're at BYU. I'm you're not old. old. I'm 21. You know what Taysom's going to be when the season starts? 
probably 35. <laughs> he'll gonna, be a middle-aged ah, vanilla man. He'll be... He'll be 26. He gonna get you. Arizona game. He about to stiff on the mess out of you. I know. And a lot of people. You better not have a helmet on. He gonna give you one of them. <laughs> He's gonna be 26 for the Arizona game. 26? Yeah. Dang. That's pretty good. Yeah. Now, that's old. You're not old. Come on. I'm still old. In my mind, I'm old. Yeah. If you was here when you were 16, turning 17, you would think you old too. Finally turned to 21. Yeah, that's unbelievable. Mm. Think about mm. that. The journey that Jamal Williams has had. And by the way, Taysom, I don't think you're a middle-aged vanilla He's man. still going to get you. <laughs> it's too late. College football? The damage he is, is done. <laughs> How is your health? I know a ton of people are just concerned about you and want you to be 100% and ready to go by the time the season starts. Like, How do you feel right now? I feel great. I'm ready to go, honestly. I, like, I feel like we can play today. But... You know, you just got to wait, wait for the countdown. Every day I just get happier and happier. You wouldn't know because I stay like this all day because I'd be tired. <laughs> but <laughs> every day I, I be counting down. The day is coming where the greatness is about to start. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait. That was a good soundbite. We're going to pull that one for later for sure. <laughs> what, what, uh, what gets you the most excited about this season? Because – you versus everybody else's weight, that, that's been longer. So I imagine there's some mm. excitement level there. Well, I think the most thing I'm mostly excited about is the new offense. And finally, we get to use that in the game. This pro-style offense in the game is going to be wild. It's going to be pounding. It's going to be aggressive. And it's going to be a whole bunch of, ooh, all of those type plays. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> You're going to be like, who is that man out there? <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to watch football right yeah. now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let's let's Why go, man. Why is it man. June 30th and not August 30th? Man, you should have been at the sports camps. I was turned up at the sports camps. <laughs> and I was a coach. Yeah. I was a coach there. We was turned up over there. Where do you feel like you are improved the most since you last took the field for BYU? Um, I think it's my feet. My feet and my vision and setting up defenders. I think it is. Uh, I've been working hard on it, especially in practices and – Make sure my feet is right. Make sure I get my knees up. I can see the holes, the vision, back holes, everything I can. And just to plan it out before the play even starts, you know? So I've been in the film, watching film, knowing the plays, looking at the defenses. And from there, you you know, once you know everything about your offense and what the defense is going to do, all you got to do now is just go out there and play. And that's the simple part right there. You could do that one all day. It's just instincts. So... Every day I just go in there, I watch me film, and I'm just ready. It's just a real motivated Jamal this year. How How is uh, running the ball different from you with the ball being, uh, you know, the quarterback under center versus in the shotgun? Mm. How does that change things? It changed a lot. It's, honestly, I feel like I can see where I'm going now when it's a run play, you know. Being back there, you can see, you know where you're going, you know where the blocks are going to happen at. So pretty much you can just wait, be patient with it. Patience through the hole, then once you see the hole, you're out there, you're gone. So I like this one way, way more because I'm back seven yards and I can see way more than I could at shotgun. Shotgun, you, you got to do a lot more lateral than you do going forward. And I'm, I'm more going forward than I am going to lateral. So I'm working on it, and but this year you're going to see a different Jamal style. You're still going to see the aggressiveness. You're still going to see the nastiness. You're still going to see the hard worker and all that. But you're going to see some extra in this, too, some extra sauce, some extra <laughs> all that. You're just, going to be, you're, just going to be, you're just going to have a great season, honestly. You're going to be smiling for this season. 
You've mentioned vision a couple of times when you get the ball. What is it that you're looking for? Is it like a seam, some daylight? Like, is there is there a, a visual cue you're looking for? So it, sometimes it depends on the play. Sometimes you depend on a block or where the linebacker is going to go, and then you could choose where you want to go. So, honestly, I just be looking at everything. I look at where I'm going. I look at my blocks, where they going to go, and who I know is blocking and how they like to block. So, Honestly, it's just knowing your your teammates, knowing your teammates, and knowing the defense, then you'll be fine. Does Taysom Hill have to cater uh, his skill set within the pro style offense, or will when Taysom's in there, will that cater to him in some way? You think? Hmm. Not sure. Taysom's Taysom. Taysom do what he do. That's what just Taysom do. I can't. That's honestly that's all I can answer. Taysom do what he do. We need we need to clip that sound that sound bite <laughs> off too. Yeah. I'm like I don't exactly know what that means, but I thought it was really good. You, oh, you understand that? No, I, you I understand. Actually, Taysom do what he do. Taysom is Taysom. Tell us tell us about what Squally Canada brings to the table. A lot of people are excited about him. Squally is literally just like me, but he's smaller. He little he's just a little shorter. That's it. He ain't that smaller. Like he's just a little shorter, but he's just the same dude. He's funny aggressive he ready to go out there he'd probably be my turn up man like i'll look right over to him like in practice when i had a good block we forgot about the whole play was turned up i felt a block <laughs> <laughs> so it's gonna be even worse when we in the game you know so it's be my boy that's my boy i can't wait for him to have a great season too and i'm showing the ways he's been doing great in spring he's been working hard in practice and he's gonna have a great season how will you profile yourself? Because I know you have a dream to play in the NFL. So how do you make yourself more attractive to teams that are scouting Jamal Williams? Uh, I feel like they want to see everything, you know, catching the ball, route running, blocking. And, of course, they know I can run the ball, but they want to see all the other stuff I can do too, uh, vision-wise and everything, and staying healthy too. Um, I think staying healthy is a skill that you can work on, honestly. Um, on certain situations when you know, you know, you can keep yourself healthy for for the team. You know, certain things you don't really need to do, but I feel like um, they just want to see all the other aspects of what a running back can do other than just running the ball. And uh, I feel like this year I, I'll show them what is up. How's the offensive line looking? Ooh, it's looking good. It's looking really good. I'd be looking at them every day be like, y'all know we get over 100 yards. Y'all get whatever y'all want on the next day. Anything you want, I go buy it for you. You want some McDonald's? You want Toscano's? We go to Toscano's? I'll take them anywhere they want to go. So I take care of my boys. It's been put out there. You're a wise man. Mm-hmm. Mature responses coming from now the senior running Now that you're 21, back. you're just so mature now, Jamal. I know. This is, that's all I need. <laughs> <laughs> Algie Brown will join us next as a part of that BYU backfield with Jamal Williams right now. Is there something that you are looking forward to the most about the 2016 season? Like, if you had to pick one thing, like, yeah, I'm excited about that the most. Hmm. One thing. <sighs> uh, hmm. It would probably be the first touchdown that either me or Squally get because – we gonna have something planned. Yeah, the, the gonna roof's gonna be on fire at that oh, point. I'm running straight over there. We about to celebrate. It's gonna <laughs> be something good. What have you learned from Reno Mahe, by the way? Reno, Reno, funny. He he, a real funny person. He got a lot of personality, but he's he's telling me a lot of advice, especially about the NFL too. But right now, he is he's showing me what I need to do right now, and 
he's a great mentor, he's a great teacher, a great coach, and he always trying to get the best out of you in the right way. He he always has a positive attitude. He always wants you to to have a, a great day. Like if you're having a bad day, you're like, what's wrong with you today, huh? Always in your face about it, you know? But you have to smile, you have to show him that you gotta know that he cares about you. And Reno care about everybody on the team. He's just a great person and I'm grateful to have him as my coach. Jamal, great to have you in Studio B, man. Best of luck moving forward. Appreciate it, V-Man. Appreciate <laughs> it. Up next, Algie Brown making his way back. And don't forget, Taysom Hill and Tanner Mangum still to come in hour two. Welcome back, sports friends. Spencer Linton, Jerem Jordan, and Radio Vision live on BYU Radio and BYU TV. It is Media Day 2016, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Hey, second hour of BYU Sports Nation is coming up after this one, so stay with us. Taysom Hill, Tanner Mangum are among the guests in that one. BYU Football 1996 Revisited is at 4 Eastern Time, rebroadcast at 9 Eastern Time as well. We will have a 1996 special follow-up interviews with many members of that 1996 team coming up at 10 Eastern. And, of course, the web chats, 2 and 5 Eastern on BYUtv.org. Tons going on today. Refreshing today's BYUSN headlines as heard during State of the Program, which kicked off Media Day on BYU TV. Athletic Director Tom Homo announcing times and the broadcast schedule for the first five games and the Southern Utah game. The following game times are all Eastern time. Arizona on September 3rd to kick off the season. 10.30 p.m. on FS1. Utah a week later, September 10th on Fox at 7.30. The first home game against UCLA will be a 10.15 p.m. kick time on either ESPN or ESPN2. Again, all times Eastern. And BYU versus Toledo, September 30th, 10.15 as well on the Deuce, ESPN2. Mississippi State comes down on October 14th, 10.15 on ESPN. And Southern Utah on November 12th. Big surprise on this one. That's the game we got. BYU TV, 3 Eastern time. Chuck Carlton of the Dallas Morning News announcing the Big 12 will discuss expansion. There's that buzzword, Jeremy. Yay! Further in July. Man, can't wait for that. The Denver Post reports Jim Fredette will play for the Denver Nuggets Summer League team. Their first game's July 8th in Vegas, 8.30 Eastern on ESPN. The Mountain Pacific Sports Federation has some actual Federation expansion news. They will Oh, someone actually expanded. Yes, they will welcome Grand Canyon and Concordia Irvine. So BYU men's volleyball looking at a different conference, different dynamic as they try and get back on top in the national championship. It will start in 2018, by the way. Joining us now, our third guest. We've already had head coach Kalani Sitake and running back Jamal Williams. Now another of that loaded running backfield, Algie Brown. Algie, welcome back to Studio B. It's good to be here. What have you learned uh, from your first few media days to now? Now that you're a veteran, what, what, what do you look forward to most about media day? I don't, I don't say I'm a veteran, but um, <laughs> so I, I just got to – I don't know. I don't, I don't really talk a lot, so I get, it's a good, good thing to do to kind of get talking a little bit. You need to talk to Jamal about that. I think Jamal outgoing. could help you learn how to talk some more. Oh, I'm not surprised. <laughs> I'm not surprised. I'm not sure if he's a better interviewer or running back. He's he's really good at both. You're a fullback now. Right. What's that transition been like for you? Um, really well. It's it's been it's been fun to. Um, it sounds weird, but it's been fun to put on weight. Um, Most people don't say that normally, right? It's different. Yeah. So yeah. why has it been good? It's just um, just training training a little um, harder, um, lifting a lot more than I usually do, and. Uh, I, I'm, I, I think I'm stronger than I ever have been, so it's been it's been nice. How much weight have you put on? Um, just a little over ten pounds. Yeah, I said Solid just, muscle. It's just. Yeah, hopefully that's what I'm hoping. <laughs> so, 
Do you anticipate catching the ball out of the backfield as the fullback? And I mean, because you you had a great success with that in the past. So mm-hmm. how will your role change in this offense? Um, I, I do definitely expect um, to catch more balls out of the out of the backfield, split out a little bit, and so um, at least during spring, that's that's what they've been having having me doing. So yeah. What was the conversation like in making this switch? Because obviously Jamal Williams was back. Um, Squally Canada is a talented guy, and then so you switched to fullback. Francis Bernard goes to linebacker. Mm-hmm. It was, and then there's Riley Burt. There's other guys there too. It seems like a loaded, a loaded group. So what, what right. was that transition like for you, uh, knowing okay, there's a lot of talent here. How can we best use all these guys? Right. right? It was almost like. All right, you're the only guy we have. You're the fullback. <laughs> well, <laughs> if you look at it, I'm, I, yeah, I was the only other big back, so okay. it was pretty much it was mine. So is, is Ho Ching uh, still going to be? Did he graduate? Did I do I have that wrong? Is he still? No, I, I think he's uh, actually um, let him go. So oh, okay, he, he's so, he's on medical. So he's he's gotten hurt. Oh, so he many got times, hurt. Okay, so. so you're the fullback, y'all. I want to say y'all, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a fullback, yeah. <laughs> Algie Brown with us on BYU Sports Nation. It's media day. When you look at the schedule approaching in 2016, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? Um, let's see. Big stage. Huge stage. I mean, there's one big game after the other, after another. So, um, Huge expectations for us, and so I think – um, it just it just gives us better. I think I think everyone's just excited. We're excited. Kalani Sitake has installed, uh, you know, a, his his way of doing things. New head coach. That's yeah. how it is. Um, describe to us what it's lo- the difference now, like in the football office when you walk in or mm-hmm. the, in the meetings. Uh, it's it's definitely more comfortable. Um, you feel more comfortable walking up to the second floor, um, saying hello to the coaches. Talking, just being open with the coaches. It's been fun getting to know them more. Uh, Algie, we've enjoyed having you back in Studio B, man. Thanks for being with us on Media Day. It's, it's great to be back. Ten pounds of lean muscle stronger. <laughs> Better, baby. And there we you need go. you to sign our BYU Sports Nation stretch wide flag before you leave the studio. We don't have a fullback up there, so we really need We need the fullback signature. Yeah. All right, let's do it. <laughs> up next... Hour two, quarterbacks Tanner Mangum and Taysom Hill, but first, representing the Poinsettia Bowl, former NFL coach Ted Tolner. BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan hanging out live in Studio B on Media Day. Stay tuned for a loaded day of awesomeness. Yeah, second hour of BYU Sports Nation is coming up. Taysom Hill and Tanner Mangum will be on that. Uh, the 1996 BYU football revisited. That'll be at 4 Eastern, rebroadcast at 9 as well. Our BYU Sports Nation 1996 specials at 10 Eastern. And, of course, hang out with the web chats, Lauren Frankham, 2 and 5 Eastern. Jason Shepard as well is the social media correspondent. Send in your tweets. They may be featured during the web chats as well. What makes you most excited for the 2016 BYU football season? That is our Twitter question today. At P underscore Notorious tweets the following. The Clean Slate. For example, and he has this in parentheses, the potential for a national championship, baby. Hashtag blue goggle alert. The last part of that's the key, isn't it? 
<laughs> we have to have some blue goggles on media Absolutely. day, correct? Joining us now in Studio B, former BYU coach and NFL coach, now representing the Poinsettia Bowl in San Diego, Ted Tolner. Ted, nice to have you in Studio B. Oh, it's great to be back. Great to be back and see how all the changes that have taken place. 35 years ago was when I coached here. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I know you took some flack for wearing that red jacket, but that's about the Poinsettia Bowl, right? It's the point. Well, Poinsettias Jam- are red. Well, I was walking down the hallway and Jamel attacked me. <laughs> and he's, he's, what are you doing with red in here? I said, no, it's a bowl game deal. It's not Utah Utes. <laughs> we want you guys at the Poinsettia Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> so you were, the, you were the quarterback coach in 1981, and here you are back at BYU in uh, 2016, as you mentioned, 35 years later. What's, what's it like to be back at BYU? Oh, it's really neat. It's, it's special because you have memories. And I had the good fortune when Lavelle Edwards hired me back in, eight, in 80, 81, that Jim McMahon was here, Steve Young, and a whole but Tom Homo, your AD, a bunch of people. But I haven't since I continued coaching. I haven't been back that often. So last night we reminisced. We went to dinner, just the four was my wife and, and Lavelle and Patty, and it's just it's just fun to reminisce about how far this program has come, and the respect that BYU has nationally and internationally, really regarding college football. How did the relationship with the Poinsettia Bowl begin and flourish with BYU? Well, you know, it, it started really 38, 39 years ago at the Holiday Bowl. They sure. went to the first seven San Diego Holiday Bowls. And then as things went on and bowl games were added, 11 years ago we started the uh, Poinsettia Bowl. And this year, we, we the last time that BYU was in it was in 2012. Mm-hmm. And so we're very hopeful that things are going to work out the way we all want them to work out and you'll be back and uh, representing BYU and then whoever the Mountain West opponent is on, on December 21st. It, it, typically, there's, it, if I understand correctly, you know, there's certain, okay, certain bowls get kind of certain priority or whatever. Yeah. What, where does the Poinsettia Bowl fit in that with the Mountain West? Well, we, we have one of the top tiers of the Mountain West. It'll be one of the, f- the first two clubs. It depends on how it unfolds and who decides to go where, but we're going to get one of the best two teams in the Mountain West this year to be the uh, opponent of BYU. December and San Diego kind of go hand-in-hand in in our mind. We can't think of a better destination spot. Well, that's what we think, and we brag about it a lot. (laughs) You know, and and that's one of the things Lavelle and I were talking about last night. They had 11, 12 trips here. They had 12 trips here, 11 Holiday Bowl and one Poinsettia Bowl. And uh, he – it was the best place. They got used to being in San Diego in December. And uh, so now we just want you back. Do you want to avoid a – uh, rematch. BYU does play Boise State and Utah State uh, this season. Well, I think normally the answer would be yes to that. I mean, re- but rematches can be great games too. I think sometimes they're an advantage to the team that lost the first one, mm-hmm. and a little bit of a disadvantage for the other one if the first game was competitive. Uh, so, we, in, in reality, we wouldn't care. But if you had to say yes or no, you'd want two opponents that hadn't played each other. When you look at this BYU football team with the new coaching staff and the Heisman Trophy winner Ty Detmer back, and you've specialized in quarterbacks and have been around that, what do you anticipate from this BYU team in 2016 against that schedule but with the Heisman Trophy winner back? Well, that, that's what's exciting is there is so much unknown. I mean, you've got quality people as players, quality people the new, with the new coaching staff, but the uncertainty as that all comes together is exciting. You know, it's exciting, and, and there's going to be some changes offensively. Ty, Ty's got some thoughts that he wants to do. I mean, first off is the fact the tight end position is back in the system. So I think as the season unfolds with the difficulty of the schedule, there's a lot of excitement. I mean, for us, I, I look at the challenge of the schedule and say, 
this is as tough as, as, as BYU's had, in my opinion. And uh, I like that. I mean, and the coaching staff likes it, and the players like it. The one thing I've always noticed, players love to play against the best. They don't worry about, is the schedule rated this tough or that tough? The more they see on that schedule that are teams that people have heard about, the more excited they get. And that's, way, what, that's how the coaching staff came across this morning. Uh, help us remember some of the details of the bowl. December 21st, right? Is that, yes. Uh-huh. That's the date? It'll be a 6 o'clock game. 6 o'clock. And December, it's a Wednesday. Uh, and the only thing that I – mean, there's a lot we don't know about except game time. And what we're trying to add is a bunch of new ideas for the fan experience. You know, with the number of bowl games we have in America now – you need to add things. And so we've we're got a lot of new ideas that we have going on. You know, one of them is just the, the ticket to the game being of more value. I mean, all the different restaurants and places mm. down in, in, in the gas lamp where you'd be staying. Which is fabulous. Is have, you know, ha, yeah, have discount. There are going to be some discounts that go along. So the ticket will also get you discounts to various businesses and a fan fest at the game. So we're trying to add things to make the whole experience even better. We've always done a good job, in our opinion, based on what coaches have said, on the players having a great experience, we want to increase the experience for the fans and make it even a better deal. Shamu in the stadium, maybe. At the game. <laughs> Just a thought. No? We can feel your enthusiasm, Ted. Thanks for the time. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. You got it. BYU Media Day continues on BYU Sports Nation. In the second hour, Taysom Hill and his quarterback buddy Tanner Mangum. ESPN's Trevor Maddich will join us next to discuss that very quarterback situation in Provo. This is BYU Sports Nation Media Day 2016 Spectacular. Yeah, that's the only red jacket or red tolerated in this building all day. I can tell you that right now. The only red. (laughs) BYU Sports Nation presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. We're almost through one hour and we've got a second hour that will be fully loaded. Yeah, baby. Tanner Mangum, Taysom Hill, and others. Dennis Pitta, one of those. Wants to be a co-host on the show. We'll talk about that. <laughs> BYU Football 1996 Revisited, live at 4 Eastern, rebroadcast at 9. BYU Sports Nation, our 1996 special. Very excited about that. 10 Eastern time as well. And web chats with Lauren Frankham and Jason Shepard at 2 and 5 Eastern time. The J is silent. Jason Born Identity. Yes, <laughs> oh that's coming up at 2 and 5 Eastern. As well. Yogging, yes. I believe the J is the silent. The soft J, yes. <laughs> What are you most excited about for the 2016 BYU football season? That is our Twitter question. San Diego. Today. We can make it an Anchorman weekend. <laughs> we might as well, right? Yeah. It's I'm a, really it's hoping BYU makes that bowl. At CrosleyJS says, I'm most excited for Ty Detmer. Mm. What will he bring to the table? Ted Tolner, representing the Poinsettia Bowl, just gave us his opinion on that. And now we welcome in ESPN's Trevor Maddich. Trevor, what are you most excited for in the 2016 season? To see how they'll, they'll take it to the next level. I mean, you've got a new coaching staff, and led by Kalani Sataki, who played here for Lavelle Edwards. He went on a mission, and he fully understands how to maximize the unique advantages that BYU has with the kind of guy that comes here. We talked to you on the phone all fall, so it's fun to have you in studio, by the way. So, hello. hello. It's great to see you in person. I know. Like, once a year. It's I know. Awesome. It also yeah. gives me a chance to, like, go over there and, like, fight Spencer. Because <laughs> What did you say to him during the break? It doesn't need to be mentioned <laughs> on right. the air. I didn't know whether to thank oh, him or said, break his legs. He but. said, Trevor, you have creamy bravado with your voice. Vibrato. Vibrato. Yes. I don't, I, even know, I don't even know what that means. The but. smooth. He's got, the, he's got that baritone yeah. voice. Did you sing in, in college or anything? Uh, I, I, only when I wanted to clear the room. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. No tunnel singing. Please don't, yeah. please don't beat me up, Trevor. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I listen. If it were legal, I'd think about it. But the law's on your side. Dave, <laughs> Dave gave you a hard time about uh, mentioning like, ah, eh, they probably won't win all of them. It's pretty obvious that this is a tough schedule. There's going to be at least a loss, two, three, if not more. Right. Um, wh- where do you see maybe the tougher games on the schedule for BYU? All of them, really? <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean, it, it's really unrelenting. Even Toledo will be tough, but I mean, it, it is unrelenting the way it opens up and then just continues to go. And and that's that's the thing about this. Normally, even with a conference schedule, you've got a couple tough games. Then you got you know you can kind of take a break a little bit where physically you're not going to get beat up. Then you take another break. Then you got a couple of really tough games. Then then maybe another one where you won't get beat up so bad. This one is week after week after week after week. The depth will be tested because it'll be awfully tough. I mean, it opened up against Arizona and what amounts to a home game for Arizona at, uh, at Glendale where the Arizona Cardinals play. You know, and then UCLA, BYU almost beat them last year at their house, and they'll be better this year. BYU will be better this year. It'll be an interesting thing. But, I mean, when you look at this, you look at Southern Utah – and that, you know, you would think, and UMass, you would think those might be, you know, those are the games you'd pencil in as winnable, but I wouldn't guarantee it. But because by the time they get there, you never know what kind of attrition will happen. You, and you talked about games one and three. You skipped number two. That's a uh, somewhat significant game there for Brigham. Yeah, that, uh, that, I didn't know they were still playing football up there. Are they still playing football? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what. The bowl game last year where Utah jumped out to, was it 35 nothing? Yes. And then BYU clawed back and we're, we're in position to maybe win that game. That showed to me a whole lot of character. I, I have tremendous respect for Utah football. Tremendous respect for Kyle Whittingham and, and the way he runs his program. The, it is, and, and by the way, we were teammates here. Kyle used to just beat me up physically. He was a middle linebacker. I was a hot shot center. Uh, a couple of years younger than him, and I would go out and try to block him, and he would literally pound me into the dirt. I never knew the flavor of soil so intimately as when Kyle <laughs> Woodingham would drive me into the ground. And so, so I, I've got a lot of respect for Kyle. And so I'm just, I'm just sort of talking trash when it comes to the rivalry when I talk this about BYU. This is BYU TV. Yeah. Well, the thing is, though, they'll, you know, up, up there in Salt Lake, they'll be, uh, they'll be look at what former BYU, you know, no, no, we're just having fun. Absolutely. <laughs> can you think of a more compelling offseason? Because I can't with the new staff and the way that the staff has been comprised along with the schedule that we've just been talking about, the return of Tanner Mangum, Taysom Hill, and Jamal wow. Williams. I mean, it's, there's so much there. So many storylines. And, and the thing is, I mean, that, that, that's a national topic of conversation is this quarterback battle. Right now, there are quarterback battles in some very high-profile places, Alabama, Notre Dame, Georgia, USC, and BYU is in that conversation. And part of it is because of the respect that Taysom Hill has and being talked about as a Heisman candidate for, for a couple of years before he got hurt. And then with Tanner Mangum and the way he stepped off the plane from Chile, and then provided us with some of the most thrilling football moments of the season. I think nationally, people look at this quarterback competition with great interest because you've got two guys that, that would be starting in most places around the country. We're featuring a shot of both of them on BYU TV at the same time. The Almanac, or Media Guide, has both of them as well. At some point, one will emerge as the starter. Yep. Why wouldn't it be Taysom Hill? Because Tanner Megan might outplay him. And I talked to Coach Sataki about this, and he said that the only way he knows how to do it is to let him battle it out on the field and without politics being involved. And the reason that's important is because there are other guys on the team. And they need to see that the guy that they think will help them win is the guy that starts. And it needs to be not just a quarterback, but every position. And, and if you do that that way at the quarterback position, establishing that paradigm as a new coaching staff, that politics are nice and politics are rich, 
in this quarterback competition. But the guy that will help the team win the best will be the guy who will play the most. That will filter into the rest of the team year after year after year. And that's one of the reasons this is not just about the quarterbacks this year. How many wins will BYU need to rack up for you to consider this season an overall success? You know, that's a great question, Spencer, because fans will have to look at BYU football and judge them a little differently this season. I think they'll be better on the field. I think their talent will be better. I think their their young talent last year will be more experienced, especially along the O-line. But I think that because of the nature of the schedule, the the win-loss record might not improve and it might get worse, even though the team gets better. The way to watch this team this year is how competitive they are, how much they fight to the end, how well they, they stay in the games. Now, some of these teams, they'll probably run away with it. Some of these teams might get away from them, like Michigan did last year. But on the body of the season, how competitive are they? Because this is one of the toughest schedules in the nation that only the top few schools, I mean the Alabamas and Clemsons, etc., would be able to get through unscathed. So BYU, the question is not will they go undefeated. That's, that's not a fair question, although who knows they could. <laughs> but uh, I can see the tweets now. Trevor Maddox says, no, that's not what I said. <laughs> but, but to watch how they, how they gel together under this new staff and how they compete. It, exactly along those lines is my next question because a Gary Croton came in in 01, BYU starts 12-0, looks daily gets hurt. They lose the next two. But they started 12-0 first year. Jim Harbaugh. Obviously, one of the best coaches in college football. Puts his imprint on. It's good. Normally, it takes time, right, for, for a new staff. How do you see this playing out with BYU's new staff? Well, it does take time, and there will be new schemes going in as well. And one of the things about the coaching staff is that they will need to, on both sides of the ball, only install as much offense and defense as the players can assimilate and then still play at maximum speed without slowing down and thinking it. Really, going in with this new offense with Ty Detmer, we don't know exactly what they'll do, except it'll be more traditional. But they'll go some up-tempo. They'll, they'll, do, they'll do stuff that you know, you're used to seeing. But the thing is, when you huddle up and go to the line of scrimmage and run a pro style, it gives you the opportunity to get more things from the playbook into the game. And it allows you to substitute more. It allows you to maximize every single play. But it also requires more of the quarterback. It also requires more of the receivers. And so it's a learning curve that you've got to do. The up-tempo style, you might run 90 plays a game. So if 10 of those plays are kind of wasted because they're not good plays against what the defense shows, that's okay. Run the next one. Run the next one. Run the next one. You, You make up for poor quality plays at times with a whole lot more plays. With more traditional offense, Every play counts, and you maximize every play. But to do that, you have to know what you're doing, Mm. and that learning curve will take time. Perfect way to end the first hour of BYU Sports Nation with ESPN's Trevor Mattis. Trevor, thanks for coming to Studio B. Let's get your autograph on our new flag. Herbie Hancock. Sure. uh, I'll put just a big old giant X. (laughs) (laughs) Put whatever you want on there. Yeah, go ahead. Who's ready for more BYU Sports Nation after one hour in the books? Coming up, Tanner Mangum on his way to Studio B, not to mention Taysom Hill and Dennis Pitta later. Stay with us. This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store, simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. It is our number two on BYU Football Media Day, Thursday, June 30th, 2016. Glad to have you with us, all hands on deck for what has already been a fantastic morning. I'm pumped up. You ready I really for some am. more? Yeah, this is hour two. Bonus, uh, bonus hour BYU Sports Nation. It's like, it's like uh, penalty kicks or overtime in uh, Euro 2016 <laughs> or something. It's great. If, if, you, uh, if you missed it, Grace, first hour, Kalani Sitake, uh, Trevor Maddich, uh, 
Uh, Jamal Williams, if you missed that, rewind the DVR, go back, and listen to the podcast. But coming up, 4 Eastern Time, BYU Football 1996 Revisited. That is going to be awesome. That will be replayed at 9 Eastern as well tonight on BYU TV. And then at 10 Eastern Time, our 1996 special. Almost a post-game show of sorts with more interviews from that 96 team. And web chats coming up at 2 and 5 Eastern Time with Lauren Frankham and Jason Shepard as well. A quarterback-heavy second hour of BYU Sports yeah, Station baby. starting right now. What makes you most excited for the 2016 BYU football season? That is our Twitter question. Use the hashtag BYUSN to respond. We do have some game times to remind you of, as heard on State of the Program. The opening program on Media Day, Athletic Director Tom Homo announced the following times and broadcast schedule for the first five contests and Southern Utah. All times are Eastern, starting with Arizona, September 3rd, 1030. That will be on Fox Sports 1 the next week. Utah on September 10th, Fox at 730. The first home game against UCLA will be a 1015 p.m. kick on either ESPN or ESPN2. Yeah, the people with 9 a.m. church, this is going to be a little tough for you. That's BYU. the Pac-12 South, the BYU, first three yeah, games. BYU's going for the Pac-12 South Championship. <laughs> BYU versus Toledo on September 30th, 10-15 Eastern on ESPN2. Mississippi State, October 14th, 10-15 on ESPN. And then Southern Utah, November 12th on BYU TV. Okay, let's just get to it. The quarterback, one of the quarterbacks, Tanner Mangum, is with <laughs> yeah, us in Studio the, B. The quarterback. There's t- there's there are two, right? Welcome to Studio B, man. Thank it's taken way too long to get you in here. Way too long. It's always been off-site. But it's good to finally be here in Studio B. It's an honor. <laughs> well, well, the first is it, is it really an honor? But it really Tanner? is, though. I mean, I you see this all the time. You you, know, you watch TV, you see it on Twitter. So now to finally be in the seat is pretty special. Well, you've been in here because you and I chatted the day after the Hail Mary in here, but it wasn't on BYU Sports Nation. True, it was in here. Yeah, oh, it was wow. right. It was right over right there. there. Yeah. Okay. Well, in that case, it was so memorable, huh? Yeah. Well, no. Well, it was early in the morning. I got like two hours of sleep that yeah. night. <laughs> Understandably, yeah. after the Nebraska Hail Mary, what happened? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> How's your summer been thus far? Well, I mean, what's what's your average summer day like? Well, we have workouts in the mornings, working hard there. They're pushing us t- hard, so it's it's been good. And then uh, I go to work, and, uh, and then just you know hanging out and making the most of it so it's been good but it's, it's gone by fast as in you have a job other than BYU football I do yeah you can't just live off the stipend <laughs> no unfortunately <laughs> yeah it makes some money on the side you know yeah. but no so it's been good it's been going by fast which is good because I think everyone's excited for the season to start start up and usually you know I feel like the off season takes forever and it kind of has but at the same time it's gone by fast mm. it's kind of that point now where like okay we're a month away from fall camp yeah. two months away from the game game time so it's kind of that point where you can you can taste it so yeah it's it's, it's almost there. yeah we're excited where do you work domo oh nice you probably seen the billboards you know the jackson the, emery yeah jackson emery works there yeah yeah so uh, it's it's been good good place to work nice Tanner Mangum staying busy clearly during the off the off season with the yeah. mandatory voluntary yeah. workouts. <laughs> it's like 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 back in the day, Gary Shetty would just go like fish for three months <laughs> and then show up and play. But it's a little different now. It's right? a little different. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I guess fishing is is uh, kind of a good workout, but not really. So, yeah. what do you what do you do with the limited free time that you have over the summer? Uh, I like to golf, but. Why have, that, we, why have we not played, Tanner? I'm not, as, I'm not that good. Taysom is, you would hang with me, then. Taysom's really good. So if you want to go golfing, go with him. <laughs> Jared, Jared wants to play with you. Yeah, let's play together, yeah. then. Yeah. We'll, we'll stick together. I then. don't believe you, though, because quarterbacks are always good at golf. Truth. Like, like David Nixon's Truth. like, 
Oh, like our joints and hinges and everything's <laughs> jacked. The quarterbacks, the throwing motion, for some reason, just translates. Yeah, I, I got work. I got a ways to go though. I got to work on it. Okay, but we should go though. We let's should, go. Yeah, we'll let's practice. Go. Let's just go right now. Let's just can the rest <laughs> of this hour and let's just bounce. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll stay. We'll stay. Our, our producers are what <laughs> blowing up behind yeah. the scenes right but, now. But along those lines of uh, what it's like for you guys, give us an idea of of the workout schedule and mm-hmm. how hard you actually do work during the summer. Because there's you don't have a ton of time off, right? Yeah, and I think that's a a big thing that um, you know it kind of goes unnoticed. You know, it's kind of behind the scenes, and and there's always like there's a quote where it's like you have to do we have to work when no one's watching to be able to shine when everyone is watching, mm. and it, it, it's kind of true. Like you're working all winter long, spring ball, and then summer conditioning. You're, you're always working, you know, working. Yeah, you know, whether it's lifting, running, throwing. Uh, watching film, there's, there's there's always things to do to get better. So we kind of have two groups right now because we have guys that work camps. So we, there's a group from 6 to 8 in the morning and then a group from 8 to 10 in the morning. And then a lot of it's on your own. I go, go in and watch film, go throw with guys on, after after workouts. So your, your whole morning is kind of taken up. You know, it's it's a all-morning thing. But it's fun, though. Like, you have to love it. You know, you have to have a passion for it because if not, you'd be kind of – miserable you know because you put in so much time but it's fun and, and and then it pays off in the fall you know and that's that's i think that's why football season is so exciting is because you put in so much time in the off season and then here's the time where it gets to show you know and that's it's fun how does the dynamic of you and Taysom hill both being back make both of you better quarterbacks well i think it's a good problem to have you know i think a lot of uh you know the, the fans or the curtain the the media that you know try to make make it a a big deal, almost like it's going to be divisive, but it's it's not at all. You know, he and I are good friends. We get along. We get, the whole team gets along well, uh, and it's, it's a unique opportunity, you know, to have two quarterbacks who have experience and who have game experience. Um, so you know, you just but you can't at the same time you can't control it. You know, like that's the coach's decision. And he and I are both BYU guys. We love this team. We 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 want to win games. You know, bottom line. So it doesn't. I don't know. It doesn't affect affect us too much we just go out and play and compete like we normally do you know like like we would if it was just one of us you know and no matter the situation you just go out and play and have fun and go compete and then just let 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 it happen to me to this whole the key to this whole quarterback thing is your attitude honestly because he's the senior he was the starter you played fantastic so how how are you maintaining such a good um team attitude with this because it will be right now. It's all cool, right? Uh-huh, but true. it's gonna get a, it's gonna yeah. get a little more divisive later. I mean, right? Competitive, yeah. Yeah, com- yeah competitive yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah, no, for sure. I, I don't know. I think a lot of it is just is, is making that that decision mentally, just understanding that you know this is this isn't about me. This isn't about him. I mean, it's BYU. Like I love BYU. Like I've grown up watching them since I was a kid, and, I, and he's he's a BYU guy too. So I think we both understand that whatever happens, it's it's for the best. And whatever happens, it's going to be, uh, you know, what's what's best for the team and help us to help us win games. So I think you just have to you have to accept that. You just have to and, and embrace the competition too. I think no matter where you go, no matter what school you're at, or you know, or later on in the NFL, even I mean, every, every position is up for grabs. You yeah, know, it's competition everywhere. It's competition everywhere, and so you have to accept that, embrace it, and then let it kind of motivate you to to make you better. And I think that's just the kind of the attitude you have to have is just accept it, embrace it, and know that it's it's all going to work out. The last quarterback battle there was, 
One was a return missionary, one was not. I think that that played a factor. I honestly do. One had some form of entitlement, and the other did not. And he wanted to work hard, and he'd play on special teams or whatever. Everyone knows what I'm talking about. I won't say the name. <laughs> this is different. I, I honestly think that because you guys have had different experiences in your life, you've gone somewhere else and done that. Yeah. And, and randomly, you're both from the same state, so there might be, like, Idaho pride. I don't, I don't know. know. It, just, it just might work. It just might work, right? I think it, it does. But it's not two at the same time. There's, do you anticipate there's going to be a starter and then we'll go from there? Honestly, I can't say. It's up to the coaches. And I, Coach Demer said that, too. Like, we'll, we'll go out and play. We go out and compete. And then they'll make the choice. They'll make the decision. You know, so he, as I was in the NFL, you know, they'd, they'd compete and compete. And then the coach decides and, and you just roll with it. But I think it does – you know, does help. You know, he and I are, are, are both. You know, we both get along, and I think it's just, every situation is different. And I think we're able, we're both you know mature enough to handle the situation to understand what you know what it's like. And um, so I think it's you know it's, it's going to be okay. You know, and I, I think that's the 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 key here is just to not overhype it too much. It's easy because you have so much. It's, it's so long the off season, you know, and it's almost like yes, we know, and it's like a, <laughs> it's like a tease. Every day. You know, they're like pictures where they put. Taysom and me and like the front and people are like oh like who is it you know who's it gonna be and like people are worrying about it so much yeah let me grab that yeah the media guide I saw like <laughs> it's like he and, he and I like boom right in the middle equally <laughs> so people Separate are people are wondering like oh who's it gonna be but you know like you can't yeah. worry about it too much you just like that's in the future you can't control that right now so you just had to go out and work hard now and then whatever happens in in the season will happen and just go out and make the most of it well, you're working hard right now where do you feel like you've improved the most in terms of your quarterback play during the offseason well it helps having a full off season to put some weight on i was like <laughs> i mean last year i was fresh off the mission the, all that bread and coca-cola did you really understand what was happening at the time i honestly like i've i i don't think i did to a point like it took me a few months to realize like a holy like we just like we won, we beat Nebraska in a Hail Mary and Boise State in a Hail Mary. Like, it like took a long time to like set in because I was still in like missionary mode. <laughs> I mean, even I like need to get up at six thirty, elder. I mean, even like in my interview after the game, I like kept talking about my mission and stuff like that. And like, it was, <laughs> I don't know, it just took a while to set to set in. And I was like two hundred pounds, kind of soft, and yeah. you know, like kind of weak. Pulled my hammy and all that, you know. So now it's been good to like be able to work out, you know, with the full off season, get stronger. I put on like fifteen pounds. I'm feeling a lot just more solid, more confident. And then a lot of it just um, like footwork, um, mechanics, just feeling a lot more solid in the pocket, kind of understanding what I'm doing. And then just game experience helps a lot. Like the game slows down for you. It's not as fast as it was when I first got back. You know, I've been there, seen it now. So I'm feeling a lot more confident for sure. Was your helmet too big in the first game? <laughs> no. So What's the story it, there? <laughs> Lord Helmet or I know, whatever? Seriously, it was <laughs> baseball. I feel so embarrassed every time I see pictures from that game. It looks, <laughs> it, looks, it looks so weird. It's like up here. So it was the same size, but like the, the chin strap was like too a, loose, adjusted weird. Yeah. So that it kept like coming up. So that it was weird. So that, that game, the next game, I, I told Mick, our equipment guy, like, we got to tighten my helmet. So then in the Boise State game, it was like too tight. It was like down here, and it kept coming off because it was so tight. Like that last throw, like it, was, it came up like half my like it, like it was up in like the upper half of my head. And then finally, we kind of got it right. 
So it just took a while to get it, but you got it right for UCLA. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is fantastic insight, Tanner. <laughs> now you know the the story. Uh, yeah, I've always wondered. Yeah. We need to get you back in Studio B right away. <laughs> whatever it takes, man. If the helmets, too helmet big, dynamics. Yeah, we at least we won. You know, it, absolutely. It was so loose that you could like get up a little more. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have – I mean, what kind of a history do you have playing under center? Because that's now going to be the majority of snaps. Well, and it wouldn't necessarily be the majority of snaps. I think sometimes like people aren't – you know, we're not sure exactly how much it's going to be. But it's, it's, um, it's not completely new to me. I've done a little bit of it. I mean, in high school, it was, it was almost all shotgun spread. Um, but growing up, even like Little League football and the junior high, we did a little bit of under center. And then all the uh, Nike camps, like in the summer, like Elite Eleven, Under Armour game, um, the opening, a lot of that, a lot of that was under center too. Yeah. So I've done it a little bit, you know. So it's not completely new, um, but it just takes a little bit of getting used to, you know, a little bit of adjustment to be able to you know read the defense as you're dropping back, as opposed to catching the snap and then looking, you know, just little things like that and the footwork. But uh, I feel good with it, and Coach Detmer really had us focus on that during spring. Because it was something new, you know, something we had to install. But I think it's it's getting to that point now where it's kind of muscle memory, and and you can just go with it. So it feels good. I think it'll be good for us. What do you have to prove this season with this tough schedule? Man, everything. And I think that's what's so exciting about a new about every college football season is that every you know every year it's a clean slate. You know, where everyone's zero and zero, and everyone has has to prove something. You know, so I think. We just have to prove that we're we're ready to go every game. You know, obviously it's a it's a tough schedule, but we can't worry about the whole thing. We just have to take it one game at a time. I know it's cliche, but it's the truth. Like right now, it's focusing on Arizona, then we'll focus on Utah, then UCLA, and so on and so forth. Do you know the whole schedule? Like, could you go down the line like that? Probably, I, I could probably get a few out of order. <laughs> but I mean, it's, it's a sweet schedule, right? But you just have to take it one game at a time, and I think that's what everyone's trying to prove is that we can. Every team is going to prove wants to prove that they're you know in it to win it you know and so it's exciting everyone's it's the beauty of it yeah it's fresh clean slate everyone's excited you know and so we're pumped everyone else is pumped too so now you got to go out and prove it you know so it's exciting an epic start to his studio b dominance tanner mangum <laughs> took so long. almost Jeez. as good as your hail mary at nebraska <laughs> <laughs> almost thank you please sign our flag my friend yeah of course yeah tanner mangum has finished up quarterback do whatever you want in Studio B, now one of the guys protecting the quarterbacks, Tooney Knooch, is making his way back. This is BYU Sports Nation Media Day. He's got his game face on. BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Media Day 2016 simulcast on BYU Radio, moving pictures on BYU TV, and our conversation is rolling on Twitter, follow at BYU Sports Nation. Chime in using the hashtag BYUSN. Jeremy, remind the people what's on deck. Listen, people, for Eastern Time, BYU Football 1996 Revisited is going to be awesome. Can't wait for that. That will be rebroadcast as well if you miss it uh, at 9 Eastern Time. 10 Eastern Time, our follow-up show to that, BYU Sports Nation 1996 special. And then the web chats, 2 and 5 Eastern Time. I was thinking about this. Is the 06 team feeling weird that they don't get a 10-year anniversary show? <laughs> We're waiting to We're do waiting the, until it's 20 yeah, for them. Yeah, to do the 20 year yeah. anniversary for okay. them. I yeah. Just me? I hope BYU is not independent in 20 years. Well, then in, in 10 years. In 20 so, it's 2016, Jerem. Yeah. Will the 2016 team have That's a, a good 20 question. year celebration show? And will every guest have a top button like Tanner <laughs> and our next guest? 
Toonie Canooch. That is right. Huh? Jerem has never felt more confident about Toonie, his top, top button, button status. Nation, baby. <laughs> Toonie Canooch back in Studio B. Not too long ago you were joining us. I believe Brian Logan was in studio that yeah. day, correct? My bad. I'm, I'm in here. I know. Now we can have fun. Right? <laughs> He's gone. So. Tooney, it's the offseason, June 30th. We're just over two months away from game number one. What's life like for you right now? Uh, good. Well, it's hard, right? Got to wake up 530 in the morning for workouts, but mm. they're good. They're brutal, but we're getting big and strong fast. So, Kind of miss football, but we get it every day. So just going to be ready when the day comes. As a lineman, how do you uh, scratch that football itch, if you will, outside of conditioning? Because, like, skill position, uh, which, no offense, that's a weird phrase, saying to a lineman, skill position, they can go out and throw the ball, yeah. right? Uh, what, what do linemen do to kind of, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, football, let's play football? Yeah, we do one-on-ones. So, like, uh, usually after workouts, me, Louis, a couple of D-line guys, like Methy or Damasi will do one-on-ones. and not Nothing crazy because we don't got pads on, but just hand work. Or you could play video games, Madden. So. <laughs> Absolutely. And that helps. It helps quarterbacks read defenses. Madden is set up in the building, in fact, for the players to yeah. play today, right? Did you already go in there? Uh, I came a little late, so I had to come right here. But <laughs> I wish. After this, probably. After this, you'll have some time to go get some Madden in, uh, in conference room, too. Tooney Knuch with us on BYU Sports Nation. You should have seen the way that Jamal Williams' eyes lit up when we talked about what the offensive line looks like. He is so excited to run behind this offensive line and the pro-style offense. Why do you think he gets so excited about the thought of running behind you and your cohorts up front? Yeah, we're bigger and stronger than ever. Like, uh, Just the strength coaches got everyone lifting like actual linemen. Uh, before, we were just running a lot, so we are more in shape and fast and strong, but... Um, team looks totally different, and during spring ball, uh, we can pound that rock. So, having the huddle, being able to talk, and there's a lot of competition on the line. We got new guys like Kean, um, Drew, Ide, and uh, we're just ready to compete. So, I don't know who any of those guys are. You just said, who, who are those guys? Uh, there are two transfers from SUU. That's right. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Some Med Lamb guys. Yeah, that's right. What? Uh, who's the Who's the offensive lineman again? What's his name? Uh, one is Kean. Kean. Yeah, I forgot his last and, name. Sorry, and he's Kian. he's pretty good, right? People yeah, are he is. He could potentially start. So yeah, he's a uh, smart, smart, uh, very football smart, fast. Um, the other one is Andrew Ide. He's a tackle. Uh, he's very physical. He's big and strong. So he's everything you want in a tackle. So give those two I- will compete. Absolutely. And give it, there's a lot of experience coming back too. Give us an idea of of some of the guys that return and what you guys think you can do. Yeah, so, I mean, Louis coming back. He's a baller on the line. We have J.J., young, but he's still doing work. He's strong. He looks skinny. He's skinny, but he was squatting five plates the other day. So Whoa! He's a big dude, and um, we have all sorts of competition coming back. Parker Daw just got a scholarship. So, That's awesome. I mean, more motivation. Um, Kyle is recovering from an injury. We got Brad Wilcox, and uh, there's a lot of younger guys ready to compete, so. Spe- I'm back. Yeah, yes. Speaking and of me. strong guys and squatting <laughs> five plates, Tooney, uh, I hear from a number of people that think you're the strongest guy on the offensive line. And uh, I know we talked a little bit about that the first time you were here. Where do you stand on that? Uh, I would say, not to be cocky or anything, but the team, yeah. <laughs> the team. Sorry, Taysom. Everyone thinks Taysom's the strongest, but sorry, Taysom. Got pop your bubble. <laughs> It's Tooney Canooch. So, so, so since he says no line, you're like, well, it's actually the team. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but give us an idea. People have said, like, oh, Taysom Hill, 
lifts with Tuni Knuch. Yeah, we've that lifted happens? before together. Yeah, I love lifting with him. He's a competitor. He likes to hit the weights hard, so I love lifting with him. He motivates me to. I'm not going to let a quarterback outlift me. So right? I'm just like, oh, stack <laughs> right? more, stack more. So <laughs> I love lifting with Taysom. So is he? Everyone says like he's freakish, you know, athletically, yeah. and we see it on the field. In the weight room, like, give us an idea of his freakish athleticism and strength. Uh, I mean, squatting over five plates, benching, like, three plates. It's like, he's a quarterback, so it's, like, that's amazing. He cleans. I don't even know how much he cleans. He cleans more uh, than – I think he's the best cleaner, maybe close to – I think the other one is Corbin Kafusi, but he's, like, amazing. The other one's Corbin. Yeah. Yeah, how how is Corbin, by the way, and how much do you see him? He's good. Yeah, I I mean, when we – Go to lifting. Right now it's a little busy. Everyone has, like, these football camps they're working at. But in the weight room, he's, he's an animal on the weight. So he looks skinny too, but he's he's freakishly strong, especially when it comes to power cleaning. So. You've had your fair share of injury concerns, and you told us uh, a few weeks ago in Studio B that you're, you're feeling healthy and strong. Is that kind of progressing that direction? Do you still feel the same way? Yeah. Yeah, I feel very healthy. I've, um I feel stronger, faster, but I'm still healthy with everything that we're doing. So I love the program. Tanner Mangum talked about how not not necessarily all the plays on offense are going to come from under center. What kind of variation do you think uh, there will be, and what does that mean for you guys? Um, <laughs> well, I think – I guess the variations is under center and not under center. But um, to us, I don't think it matters that much. We're just going to be pounding that rock. So – Maybe when he's in shotgun, it'll give the center a little bit more time. I might have to give the center a little bit more help when he's uh, under because you don't want that pressure when the quarterback's right there. Um, but other than that, it shouldn't be too much different. Do you have a preference at all in terms of blocking for a quarterback, whether it be in a shotgun or under center? Do you like one better than the other? Uh, no, I'm, I just love to block. That's it. I assume that you like huddling more than not huddling. Right? Yeah, I love huddling. <laughs> I love huddling. But uh, as far as it comes to shotgun or not shotgun, I'm I'm good with either. Louie called huddling like a chocolate cake. Like a chocolate cake. Oh, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> with like a Coke and some milk on the side. It's like, but not mixed. Yeah, not mixed. Will you explain something? So uh, last year, uh, Tijon would have his head down. He would look under. And then someone, I can't remember if it was you, like one of the guards would like like slap his uh, leg or something, and then he would snap it. And I thought, there's not going to be uh, an offside call ever if I can just look at the guard and then look at Tijon and then see the ball snapped, right? It uh, seemed kind of predictable. No? Not really. So um, we, the cadence is they, he doesn't look down yet. The guard would slap him to let him know that the quarterback's ready. Mm. Then Tijon would look down, go up, and then we secretly have like a number amount of seconds. Or but it was always like, like the time. Same, like one second. It felt like. Yeah, but they didn't know that. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. I'm and watching all 13. I'm watching one. But it works in uh, stadiums that are very loud, right? We yeah, can't hear okay. the cadence. Yeah. So it's a lot for us, too. Because, um, I mean, if we can't hear the cadence, people are just going true. crazy. Yeah. So You did it against Wagner, though. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> we probably did. <laughs> Tooney, great stuff, man. Uh, we hope you're enjoying Media Day, and we appreciate the time in Studio B. Oh, yeah. Thanks for having me. He's what? already given us his autograph if you're one of them. Yeah, one of the so. only Bingham guys I really like, you know? One. <laughs> I went to Copper Hill. They, they don't even see us as a rival. Wait, you went where, Jerem? What? Where? I've never heard of that. Okay. Thank <laughs> you. 5A state champ in boys basketball. Still haven't beaten Bingham, though. Once? Up next, Taysom Hill joins us. Need we say more? The man is on his way back. You're not going anywhere. 
BYU Sports Station presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Simulcast on BYU Radio and BYU TV. The conversation happening right now on Twitter. If you don't already, follow BYU Sports Nation on the Twitter machine and use the hashtag BYUSN. Hey, coming up, uh, the 1996 Revisited show is at 4 Eastern Time. We broadcast at 9. Uh, Web chats, 2 and 5 Eastern as well. 10 Eastern time, we've got a 96 special. So tons, tons still happening on BYU TV today. I believe the BYU-Wyoming game will be rebroadcast mm-hmm. from 96. Spencer and I were in those crickety Sam Boyd Stadium seats watching that one as teenagers. <laughs> was that a safety you, code Ethan of some sort? That, was, yeah. that had to oh, be a safety yeah, that code. Was, that was garbage. Those were yeah, not absolutely. safe bleachers. Yeah. What makes you most excited for the 2016 BYU football season? Perhaps it's a chance to watch... A guy named Taysom Hill or Tanner Mangum, the quarterbacks in general. Taysom, welcome back to Studio B. It's man. great to be here, guys. It's been a while. I feel like, it uh, has been a while. yeah, I don't know what's going on. It has been a very long time. And uh, as you pointed out, when Tuna Knuch was leaving the studio, you get the final say in this. Yeah, that's right. I had, well, first of all, like my things with you guys. Like, first of all, you don't you don't ask a lineman what variations you're going to do on offense, right? <laughs> they like, have no idea. They man. they line up he and they hit that the question. they hit the guy in front of them. You know what I mean? It's like. <laughs> They don't know what's going on. Hey, my bad. They you say, know? pass or run. That's the variation that they're familiar with. Food or no food? <laughs> uh, it is funny, but let's, let's, let's be real. Like, Tooney, Tooney has, like, you know, maybe, like, this far to go on a squat. <laughs> so, like, he's doing a quarter squat. You know what I mean? It's so, like nobody can outlift a quarter squat. So, let's, let's just get that a out of the full, way. Full squat. A full squat, yeah. you know? And he's got 100 pounds on me, you know? Yeah. So let's let's let I just want to he throw should. a few well, things. What he said, he's like, a few things out there. I can't let a quarterback yeah. outlift me. So you're motivating I'm, him. I'm motivating him. You know? Yeah, he should have to live or lift like a hundred pounds more than me, right? To to for his body like weight, relative. Yeah, you know, it's like golf. There's right. a handicap involved. There's a there, handicap. Right? Yeah. No, but, it's okay. I'm glad that I'm glad that the guys in front of me lift more than me. So. They, a, they should. They if should. they don't, I have an issue with that. <laughs> well, there's way, a right? few that don't, actually. Tuni <laughs> might be the only one. We I don't, don't want to put out names, but here's the depth chart. You can just circle them. You don't uh, have to say it. That's funny. What's this like for you? Because you didn't expect to be back in 2016, uh-huh. a couple years ago, but here you are. So emotionally, what's this like for you? Man, I don't know. Um, it, it's it's I, it's weird, you know. I, I thought that last year was my – my last year at BYU and that was kind of my mentality and as I approached fall camp like man this is my last fall camp I'm gonna get everything I got and that obviously didn't happen so I think my my perspective is just I don't, I don't know how long I'm gonna be able to play and what that is so I just want to cherish every moment of it and um, the new coaching staff and the change adds like a lot of excitement so it's it's new to me which has been nice because I've been here for you know four years going on five now and um, just trying to make the most of the situation how much did the new staff play a part in kind of like yeah I, I want to go back and do this again yeah that was huge um, I think the news of coach Menahal leaving was like okay well like it doesn't make sense for me to come back here right like those are the guys I know with you know I was loyal to them they're loyal to me and and everything and then as Kalani came in and then Ty I I had a lot of conversations with them right it was like I was being recruited all over by those guys and um I would just say like we we had a lot of hard hard conversations right and and um I made sure that they felt that there was a need for me here and I wouldn't have come back if if there wasn't and um, but at the end of the day, 
I'm a BYU guy, right? I, I love this place, and and uh, it's it's a special place. I want to be part of it. Could you play today, or do you need more time to recover from Liz Frank? I, I could play today. I think, uh, uh, yeah, I, I totally think I could. I did all of our agilities. I've been doing everything, and um, I, I'm totally confident I could play today. You also played on a broken foot, Taysom. You're, you're not a normal human being. You went back in the game, Taysom. Uh, that's right. That was I, unbelievable. I don't have a response to that. Yeah, it, is, <laughs> it, it is what it is, you know. Uh, adrenaline, whatever. Yeah. yeah. When, when we look back at that game, it, it, and, and we were told during halftime what your injury was. Um, it, it didn't come out until after the game. So that was, it, for us, that was an emotional experience as well, watching yeah. how that played out. How did you go back out? Like, how did you do that? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there was a lot of conversations back in the locker room. I talked to all the doctors and everything. And my wife actually came down to the locker room, and we made sure that uh, we felt comfortable with it. But I think at the end of the day, I knew how severe it was because Craig Bills, my brother-in-law, just went through it. I knew it was a season-ending thing, and um, you know, I just felt that if they were going to allow me the opportunity, that I was going to take advantage of it because I knew that was it for the for the year. Well, not only did you go out, but you played well. So, yeah. I mean, there's a whole other chapter to that dynamic of that Nebraska game. And it's, I mean, as much as it's painful to look back on that, like the beauty of that game is something that I know BYU fans will cherish forever. Taysom Hill with us in Studio B. It is Media Day 2016. We just talked to Tanner Mangum, and, and Jaron brought this up. He says that he feels like the key to all of this is the attitudes that you guys both carry. And it it generally wouldn't work, but he feels like you're both so mature, and I agree. Um, and Tanner mentioned that you're both BYU guys. How do you see that that relationship developing moving forward? Yeah, you know, I I think uh, it's it's great to have good players on the team, right? And I think it's it's healthy and it helps get uh, the most out of players. You know, when when you have guys that you can compete with that are good football players. Um, but I think at the end of the day, like my mindset has always been to be as good as I possibly can, right? And so the competition that I view is like me getting healthy and and just being as, as good as I possibly can, right? And um, Tanner's a, a great dude, super happy he's here. You know, I had a, a great year with him last year, and I wish him all the success in the world. Typically when there's a quarterback battle, it can be divisive, like within the team. How do you avoid that or at least limit that to some degree? You know, I think uh... – this is not like a conversation that we have, right? This is <laughs> this is the conversation that the media has, right, and that the fans are all worried about and concerned about, and and you have to talk about it, right, as as media, and it's just what you do. But this is not like in no way like is this is this reflective of what the locker room is like? You know, we're not in the lock in the in the locker room having this conversation like, oh, what's going on? Like, it's just no way like that. You know what I mean? So when we come on and, and we're asked these questions, it's almost kind of silly to us, you know, because this isn't something that we we continue to 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 bring up. Yeah, so that's you the, don't that's, think it'll be an issue then? No, I mean, I don't. I. I don't think that there's going to be any issue on on my end. I don't want to speak for anybody else, right? Um, but uh, you know, that's that's how I feel. Ty Detmer has made it clear that he is happy to have two capable quarterbacks, and he feels confident that you will both make each other better in fall camp because of this. So he feels like, in a way, they're going they're going to be better than they would be if they weren't together. 
Yeah, I and and that's kind of what I was alluding to, right? It's I think it's healthy when you have good players on your team because it, it motivates everybody to be better and 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 work harder and and so forth. What's the story about you dunking the basketball? By the way, Tim? <laughs> yeah, let's talk about that. Well, I kind of want to hear like your version of the story so I can either like confirm or deny because if it's really good, because I've heard some really good stories. Just... We heard you went through the legs, <laughs> three sixty. Harold Miner, D Brown. Yeah, that's that's yeah. exactly yeah. what it was. Anna Windmill, Windmill over was in the, there over too. Over the Kia Optima. Yeah. No, we, we were at the Fan Fest in California. We are playing hoops with, with some of the kids that were at the barbecue. And they were all just like, dunk it, you know, like start chanting. And so I said, okay. I went and jumped off one foot and I two-hand dunked it. Like, But the story gets better every time I hear it, you know. <laughs> it was like I, I simply dunked the ball. Like, Well, well, after uh, 2012, there was, wasn't there this rumor that you got hurt playing softball? Yes, the there was. So there's always some rumor yeah, about something. There was, you know yeah. what I mean? So I don't know what the story was, but that's that's, that one actually that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. But I didn't get hurt, you know. Yeah. I just I just dunked it, and, you know. <laughs> so do you do you take precaution prior to this season physically in like okay, I would I would play this or do this but maybe i won't like like boating <laughs> yeah or whatever yeah um you know I, I i actually think my my foot you know is just kind of limit that because i still get sore you know so sure. i don't want to go play basketball and then be sore for workouts the next day so my my injuries kind of made me do that you know um but yeah, I'm I'm not out screwing around, you know. It doesn't affect my golf game, thank goodness. <laughs> um, but uh yeah, I it 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 just it I I just I rehab, I've exhausted every, you know, opportunity to see any new doctor, like physical therapist, like I've done everything to uh make sure that I'm as healthy as I possibly can be. Do you play golf a ton? Um, I say I play about once a week. Okay, once you, you say that, yeah, but that's, is that the truth? No, that's a, that's that's the truth. I play about once a week. What's your handicap? You know, I don't keep like a traditional. Hand, I don't. I'm not signed up on USGA, you know, or anything like that. But I would say I'm about a five or six. Oh that's my good. good grief! That's pretty good. Did you play golf in high school? Uh, not competitively. Just you know, it's kind of like just it's kind of like a prereq to play. You know, like quarterback at BYU, right? Yeah, it's like, truth. You have to golf. This yeah, is true. And I will say, yeah. like, like Dave always gets mad when we when we play golf. Dave Nixon, right? Dave Nixon, right? I just played with him. I I know it well. Yeah, we, we saw it. Yeah, we saw yeah, it. yeah, you know what I'm talking yeah. about. So he always gets mad. He's like, oh, he's a freaking quarterback. You know, like it's the same <laughs> motion of throwing. It gives it to me every day. You I know, explained that earlier. It is it is the same motion though. Okay, campusrush.com, Sports Illustrated. They did an article on your recovery, which I thought was really good. Um, and in that they highlighted that you have been evaluated in a different way this year to where you're trying to get certain parts of your body to fire in a different way. Can you explain yeah, yeah, a little yeah, bit for more sure. about that? So uh, I think technically this guy is like a physical therapist, but he does an alternative work. And what he does is he targets specific muscles in your entire body so Mm. he'll put your arm in a vulnerable position right to test a muscle and then he'll see if you can resist it and then if you can't it tells him that okay this muscle that i was testing is not firing and so there's pressure points in the body that send signals to the brain that then sends signals to the muscle that reactivates the muscle. It's kind of crazy Holy stuff. Holy technology. But like, that was great. That's great. It, uh, you know, he'll put me in the same position after he does that, and, and I'll resist, and I can totally resist it. Hmm. And it, it's like it's kind of crazy stuff, but he's all about, 
getting the body balanced mm. so all the muscles are taking all the the brunt force that it's supposed to be taking and and again like i said i've just exhausted you know every opportunity just going to say you've done yeah. everything so i've that tried everything injury prevention uh strengthening is that the point of that all of the above yeah i think it's it's part of you know making sure that all the muscles the little muscles in my foot are all engaged and firing and and then um it's injury prevention, you know? So I think, you know, he believes that, uh, some issue, like when, when you have an injury, the muscle that was injured shuts down and your body's all about, um, protecting itself. And so the other muscles around it will start to compensate and work harder, Mm -hmm. but that muscle never activated again. And so he, it's, it's preventative. It's, I don't know. It's weird stuff. You sure you want to go into business and not do something yeah. like this now that you're an expert in I've this? I've had enough injuries, right, where I, I probably should be a doctor. I, you, could, you could make some good, yeah. a good future in yeah, being a that's doctor. Right. That's right. Taysom, great to have you with us. We'll finish with this. Our Twitter question today is, what are you most excited about for in the 2016 BYU football season? You know, I think uh, my my perspective is probably unique, and I alluded to this before, but it's just I'm, I don't take anything for granted anymore, you know, and, and I wanted to come back in college because you just can't replicate the experience of playing in college in these stadiums. Like, it's incredible with your friends. And um, I would say I'm just super excited to to be out with everybody and, and to play in these stadiums, play in these venues, go to Lavelle Edwards Stadium, and that's what I'm most excited for. I am 100% confident. I speak for everyone across BYU Sports Nation when I say it's great to have you back. Thanks, guys. It's great to be back. Do you mind uh, giving us your Herbie Hancock on that uh flag oh the flag yeah i feel like honored like what's like what, like do i actually get to sign the flag? yeah yes. you can sign the flag you sign it as big as you want to we, we <laughs> wanted a 25 year old quarterback to sign the flag so you fit the bill up next he oh, wants he jerem's job and he's on his way to studio b dennis pitta up next aspire higher that's what i say to that BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Simulcast on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Join us on Twitter. Follow at BYU Sports Nation. You know the hashtag. It's BYUSN. Hey, the BYU Football 1996 Revisited programs coming up at 4 Eastern time. Rebroadcast at 9. 10 Eastern time tonight. Our follow-up to that BYU Sports Nation special with the 1996 team. And then web chats with Lauren Frankham. Jason Shepard, 2 Eastern and 5 Eastern on BYUtv.org. What makes you most excited for the 2016 BYU football season at T. Anderson 002 says, I am most excited for the renewed enthusiasm around the program. You can hear it from the coaches, players, and fans, and we have heard it all day long in Studio B. It's been awesome. If you have missed anything. Hope, hope it stays awesome. Set your DVR because you can watch this again or you can watch it on demand. Absolutely. Joining us now in Studio B... A man who I was just informed did not technically request to be, to be on what? the show. Dennis Pitt is back. Dennis, what's up, man? How's it going? What's up, guys? It's, it's good to be in my home studio here. <laughs> the Dennis Pitt studio for yeah. broadcast. I feel like we should change chairs just because you and I? kind of like wait, a ceremonial wait. change of the guard. Listen, you want a Super Bowl. you got to aspire higher than this lonely <laughs> chair right here, man. I don't know. It's all I want. It's all I want in life. Depths. Let's talk about your hair for a second. It's you looking good. Yeah. A little wave over. I like you it. You know, I, it's, I got it cut a couple weeks ago, but I shaved in a part. Yeah. You shaved kinda, that in? Yeah, you shave it in. Yeah, yeah. Just to kind of, do you do that? Mine shaved in, yeah. Yeah. You, so it stands out a little bit more. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's kind of going away a little because it's grown out. Oh, it is looking fresh, man. It's called the side hawk. <laughs> so it just, it's, it hawks a little bit to, yeah. the, to the right. It's new. 
It's fresh. Dennis, and, what's new, and top man? Button. Top and button. Button. got the top Are you a top button, button guy? Yeah, yeah you are. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Jeremy's not a top button guy. Sp- no, I am not a top button guy. I was like, that, that's Spencer. I should get to know my co-host. <laughs> to host the show, you have to name the, know yeah. the name of the other guy. So yeah. we're off to a If I had a nickel for every time somebody calls Jeremy Spencer or Spencer Jeremy. Yeah, I, I imagine that would happen. We'd be wealthy. We really would. Yeah. What's new, man? What's going on? Nothing. Just uh, got done with the off season. Feeling good. That's it. How that's good are you feeling? I feel really good. I, um, you know, I've practic- been practicing full out and um, for the first time in a while. And my hip feels great. I don't think about it. don't worry about it. So can't complain. That's great. Feeling good. You have a couple of Cougars and you just added one. What's it like to have uh, DeAndre Wesley and Bronson Kafusi there now? Yeah, it's been good. I mean, DeAndre was with us last year and he's done a really good job. They really like him over there. And so... Uh, you know, I would be very surprised if he didn't make the 53-man roster this year. Um, and, you know, Bronson, it was awesome to draft Bronson this year. <laughs> you know, Bronson's funny because since I got back for the offseason, the only place I've seen Bronson is laying down on the training table. It's the only place he's ever been because, you know, he has, that, he has a back <laughs> issue. And so he's just getting treatment all day long. I haven't seen him in the meetings. I haven't seen him in the practice. He's just on that table laying down. So I always give him a hard time about it. You had some experience with that. Do you have any? Did you have any, like, advice for him how to – no, no, I'm not. It. I'm not trying to help him out. I just, he's on his own. <laughs> he's on the defense. Forget about it. No, I've, yeah, I've been on that training table a lot, um, but you know, he's he'll be fine. It's just you know he tweaked his back a little bit, and he'll be ready to go for training camp. So former Utah Ute Eric Weddle, now a member of the Baltimore Ravens. Tell me, you've talked some trash to Eric Weddle, Dennis? Okay, so so Eric Weddle, he's a good friend of mine now. By the way, I didn't know him before. Great he, dude. He came. Great guy. Really a good guy. We've played a lot of golf this off season. Um, but he pulls up into the parking lot the first day, and he's got a big white lifted truck and a giant Ute sticker <laughs> on the back. Not joking. And I, I was like, dude, you've got to get rid of that truck. It's terrible. So, but he drives it in every day. It's a bad, it's a bad looking car, and I've let him know about it. What's, uh, what's your vibe of this new coaching staff? With Kalani Satake, Ty Detmer's back. A lot of people are excited. Yeah, I think the vibe is good. I, I obviously don't know a whole lot about any of them. Um, I, you know, I don't know. I haven't even met Kalani, so I don't you know. You haven't met Kalani? I've never met He's him. He's in the building. Yeah, no, I, had, I didn't meet him. He's, I didn't see him. So I don't know anything about him. But, you know, I, of the things that I've heard, you know, Max was just up here last weekend, and, uh, and I was, you know, with him a couple days ago, and he said, the vibe is awesome here, and, and Kalani's a great guy, and, and you know, welcomed him back with open arms, and so um, it, it should be fun. It's going to be a great coaching staff. Dennis put it with us on BYU Sports Nation. It is Media Day 2016, aspiring co-host of BYUSN, even though you called me Jerem, dude. So let's, let's not say aspiring. Let's say soon-to-be co-host. Soon-to-be co-host. Prove it! <laughs> what are you looking forward to most uh, about the 2016 BYU football season, Dennis? Uh, it'll be fun. It'll be interesting to see how we do in some of these games. You know, it's a it, it's the toughest schedule I've ever seen us play, and so – uh, you know, with the new coaching staff, it'll be, I, I mean, the best word I think for it will be interesting, you know, hopefully we do really well. Um, and I think we will with the, you know, stable of quarterbacks we've got and, and, you know, the talent that they have. Um, I, you know, I expect them to do well, but you know, it'll be a lot of fun, close games, I think. And, uh, you know, we'll see which way the ball bounces. They're coming to your neck of the woods, but the Ravens are at the Jaguars on the tw- Sunday, the 25th. They're going to FedEx field. Not too far away to play Who? West Virginia in week four. Oh, they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. week four. Where, are we, that, where are we that week? At Jacksonville. So you'll We're be, at Jacksonville. You'll be going. So that, that's a Saturday game for them? Mm-hmm. 
Mm, I'll be, be gone. gone. Yeah. I won't be able to go. Are you guys going? Do you guys uh, go to all the games? Spencer travels a lot. I go to a lot of the games. Yeah. yeah. I'm you here. don't. They don't. I produce our pregame show, so I'm. Here. They don't have the budget for you to be able to travel. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's got to produce show, yeah, Dennis. These are things that I tight ends it. don't worry about. I get it. I don't blame them. I probably wouldn't travel you either. So. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I don't have a comeback <laughs> to, a, to a fellow top button guy. Hey, but too. I'll tell you what. Your shaved in part looks phenomenal. <laughs> it I'm, looks glad, good. I'm glad we have that in common. <laughs> we do have that in common. We have that in common. Okay, oh BYU is going goodness. to use the tight end, or so they claim. Yeah, I actually believe him this time. Do you? Um, with Ty Detmer. Yeah. I, that means something probably to the former tight ends. Yeah, I, I, I think they will. I think they're trying to find a guy right now that can play that spot. You know, and it'll be a different role than even when I was playing. Um, you know, Coach and I's offense, I think, is gonna, was, was very different than what we'll be doing now. So I think it'll be more of a traditional tight end set, you know, a guy that can be in line blocking and also, you know, getting out and receiving. So we'll see. I mean, hopefully a guy emerges and, and the tight end position kind of comes back to prominence like in the heyday. It's been a while. I've always been intrigued by the story that uh, one of your best friends is Joe Flacco. He went to Delaware. How in the world did that guy end up at Delaware? <laughs> well, he started at Pitt. Oh, he, yeah, yeah. he signed at Pitt out of high school and uh, – there was a quarterback by the name of Tyler Palco. Oh, I remember there at the him. Time. And I know Tyler actually as well. I've worked out with him a few times. Um, good guy. Didn't have quite the career that Joe had in the NFL. But <laughs> so, so I don't know the story perfectly. But there was there was some kind of issue with with Palco, and he was a, a coach's son, and there was some issues there. And so Joe transferred. He transferred to Delaware, where he could you know play right away. Go so. Blue Hens, right? The fighting blue hens. Fight. They're, they're not just blue hens. They're fighting. <laughs> like whatever we have like three got three Delaware blue hens on our on the Ravens team. No, well, and we three have two BYU now. We Cougars. Had, yeah, we have Joe Flacco, one of our tight ends, Nick Boyle, who was drafted last year from there, and then we had a center, Gino Gradkowski, from there. Hmm. They're well represented. Yeah. <laughs> in the NFL, FCS man, like Carson Wentz can be uh, the second pick. Okay, I look at BYU's schedule and I go, wow, right. Yeah. Wow. Um, what do you think of BYU scheduling up? Because it's, it's one thing. I think last year was really good. This almost seems like, whoa. Okay, okay how, how are we going to do this? Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. It's <laughs> Especially right out of the gate. Is this the schedule? I just yeah, want to yeah. make sure I'm not. Yeah, so, I mean, Arizona's going to be a tough game. I mean, any way you look at it, you know, they may not be the best team that we play in the first four weeks, but they're, they're going to be good, and you they're going to they're gonna want to beat us. Season, yeah. Seven, right? I wasn't there, though. Yeah, you were there. You caught a touchdown pass in that game. Oh, oh, seven at Arizona. home. Oh, oh, seven at yeah, home. Yeah, yeah. Oh, six. You were not there. I did catch a touchdown. Yeah. Jerem, I'm impressed with you. Listen, maybe I know your career, man. Jerem, maybe we wear our button-up collared shirts. Maybe we can do this part our together. hair, and we force Spencer out of this. Yeah, field. yes, yes. Mutiny, that's, mutiny. That's that's not happening. I'd be willing to do that. <laughs> I think we would he, get along. I've been telling him to take more days off. I just need <laughs> you to not, be that's here. That's not happening. To make this happen. That'd be awesome. <laughs> He's getting a little bit nervous yeah. over there. You see him? He's does getting this, a little does flushed. Does this face here. look nervous? <laughs> <laughs> does this face look nervous at all? Uh, five, five in a row to Utah. Got to win this year, right? I mean, <laughs> you have to win. You have to. It's going to be a tough game, though. They're going to be good again. I mean, they, who's their quarterback going to be? I don't even know. Uh, J- they think a JC kid. Really? Yeah. A top five recruit guy. Yeah, I mean that that might play in our favor a little bit. Them, you know, starting a new quarterback, but I don't know. That's that's always a dogfight. Where's it at? Is it home or away? Yeah, that's going to be a tough game. <laughs> I played, Depressed, I've, Dennis. I've never won at Utah. Both times I uh, the first year. So both times I played at Utah, 
Utah went on to play in a BCS game. 04 and 08. 04 and 08. Yeah. Yeah. How about that? Dennis, always great to have you, man. Thank you. That's it? We're done? Yeah. You guys I put me at the back time. end of this so you could force me out early? No, no. we're going to have like a two-minute last right. segment. That's it. Sounds good. Yeah. We, we left you as much Thank time you, guys. I appreciate, yeah. I appreciate you letting me request myself to come on You're the welcome. show. <laughs> that we allowed you back into yeah. Studio B. Yeah. yeah. Thank <laughs> you. We requested that you request. Up right. next, the countdown and today's rise and shout. It's BYU Football Media Day on BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere, and also brought to you in part by DexterLaw.com for help when you need it most. Today's Rise and Shout goes to all of the guests. I can't pick this one. It was pretty good, They though. were so good. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Yeah, Kalani, I... Taysom, Tanner, Dennis, Tooney, Algie, Jamal. Trevor. Trevor. That's everybody. Dennis, yeah. We got – what a show. What a, what a show. And I think we learned a lot, especially about Tanner Mangum and Taysom Hill. Why it could work to have those two. Listen. It's Do not, you not feel better about that now? I feel better. It's not going to be alternating series, I don't think. It's going to be like, here's our guy. We go with him. And then if he's ineffective or gets injured, there's another guy, right? That's how I see it playing out. We'll see. Hey, by the way, how, how close are we to the start of the season? Countdown to the Wildcats. 65 days. That okay. is an exact I'm, number. Yeah. I'm feeling it, too. Eight hours, 32 seconds, 36 seconds. That's exact, okay? We like to be precise on this. What a show. And more to come with the 1996 revisited special on BYU TV at 4 Eastern. We'll talk to guests from that team. Uh, you can watch that live 9 Eastern. Hey, thanks to all of our guests on the show. The conversation continues 24-7 on Twitter using the hashtag BYUSN. Oh, catch your breath yet? No, let's keep going. Oh, man. Let's go another two hours. It's... It's only noon local time. Let's go, baby. Thanks for watching. Thanks to all of our guests. Download the podcast on iTunes. Check it out, BYUtv.org. Shout out to Steve Sarkeesian. The Sark.